crazy and horn, the chubby daddy. That is right, is the loud mouth, electro, groovy, silver tongue daddy of the whole galaxy. And you are tuned into Smart Mark Alley, kiddos. taking over covering that from now on and or at least for the time being anyway or whatever but um I wanted to come on here and at least cover a couple things that we know um I started on episode 31 I have some notes you know just to get caught up on what's been going on there. So uh, let's start that off with episode 31. I won't cover too too much on each one because I mean it is on YouTube for free. So there's really no excuse to not go back and watch it. So De La Renta, Serena De La Renta opens the show with uh, Ricky Martinez and Low Key. They uh, talk about ripping the ear of uh, Daga off. And, um... I think they had the the ear at that point in time, too. I don't know if they had it with them, but... I know the... They were talking about how Loki ripped it... Daga's ear off, and Daga was like a chosen guy from Conan to go up against Loki to try to get that heavyweight belt off of him, which turned into Loki then challenging Conan one on one. But um, after that, we jump into a. <laughs> match here with Ricky Martinez versus Rex Bacchus. They had uh, Ricky Martinez wearing some sort of protective gear and uh, they said he had broken his nose in a match earlier and um, he was now wrestling with the, like the clear plastic face protector thing on, uh, I had a note that, uh, Rex Bacchus looked like a buffed, buffed up, tatted up Jimmy the Hippie, so, uh, Ricky went, he, uh, did a top rope super face buster into a deadlift German, and, uh, picked up a pretty nice win with a flat liner, sit out pile driver thing after that, it was a quick little squash match, pretty good. I like that. And it uh, made him Ricky look really strong. So that cut into a uh, promo backstage with Simon Gotch and Filthy Tom Lawler. They're going to have this press conference later on 
in the show, but uh, this led into our next match coming up was Size Matters, Joey Ryan and Hornswoggle versus the Dirty Blondes. Um, Joey Ryan came out with a sling on and uh, he told the crowd that he injured his uh, pectoral the night before in Texas. He had a big old bruise on the pectoral at this point in time. He didn't know, like, how bad it was. He didn't get any doctor to look at it yet because he's in and out with his schedule, flight schedules and working schedule and stuff like that. So he really didn't get time to go to the doctor, have any doctors look at it. I mean, at this point in time, he's already had surgery on it, I do believe, out for a little while, but... I don't think it's anything too, too bad, but it looked real, real bad. But, um, it still goes on with this match here with him and Swoggle. It's a pretty good match with a lot of offense from Swoggle. Very unpredictable stuff. The Bonds were like the old type, old school bruiser type offense guys. And, uh, Ryan did as best as he could with a torn pack. And... Still outclasses a lot of guys with a torn pet. I think he's one of those guys who's pretty versatile, but he doesn't get a lot of recognition for being that versatile as he is. But the match ended with Ryan hitting the sweet tooth music to the one of the dirty blondes. That's where he takes the Lollipop out from his trunks, puts it in his guy's opponent's face, and super kicks him. If you didn't know what the sweet tooth music was, but uh, then Hornswoggle hit a tadpole splash. But um, before Ryan, uh, Joey Ryan left the match, he thanked the crowd, especially f- for the uh, if he he said if he had to take time off for the surgery, he's glad he was able to work one Chicago one one last time before he has to take some time off if he has to excuse me that cuts us into a little thing about uh, MLW zero hour double shot in Miami Florida that's December 13th to the 14th MLW battle riot July 19th in New York City They cut to a promo backstage with Conan, and um, he basically announced he's coming out of retirement for this match at Zero Hour with Low Key. He says, if you want it, you got it. Um, the next week would have been thank- would have been this Thanksgiving special. That's going to be Cotto Brazil versus Trey Miguel. Shane Strickland versus Loki for the championship. And then uh, we had a Chicago street fight with Sammy Callahan and Tom Lawler as the next match up here. Uh, match starts off with a hot uh, 
back and forth between uh, Sammy and Tom. Sammy tried to hit Tom with, a, with his baseball bat. And uh, Sammy gets pushed out of the way by uh, Lawler, puts him in a chokehold. And um, it wasn't a bat, I'm sorry, it was a kendo stick. And Sammy still had the kendo stick in his hand while he was in a chokehold. And he smacked him with the, in the face with the kendo stick and he still didn't let go of the chokehold. But, um, yeah, that was one of the neat little spots in the match. Uh, one thing to note from here, the air horns got pretty annoying. They're using them for, like, chants and stuff. Get guys going and stuff, but I don't know. They fit deathmatch stuff more than... Not that this wasn't a death match, it was close to one as you could get for television, but they still got pretty annoying, I don't know. They had uh, Sammy Callahan go get a VHS tape from the, from under the ring, he freaking like, broke it up and he got the um, film or whatever out from the tape and he was choking Tom with it. They had uh, Filthy Tom breaking Sammy's Cal Sammy Callahan's baseball bat. And he puts him in a rear naked choke. And uh, pushes him backwards into a table that they had set up in the corner. But, um... Sorry, I'm trying to read my own notes here. Oh, yeah. Sammy pushed him backwards through the... Put him through a table. But, uh... Filthy Tom had a piece of the baseball bat and he was, like, putting it into his neck. So, with that, plus the rear naked choke, it was kind of hard not to tap out for Sammy... Would, uh, there you go. Your when your Chicago street fight is Filthy Tom Lawler, and uh, that goes to a backstage promo into Simon Gotts was now taking uh, Filthy Tom to this press conference after winning this match, but it turned out to be Simon Gotts turncoating on uh, Filthy Tom. And turning him over to uh, Serena De La Renta, Loki, and uh, L.A. Park. So that's how that one ended. That was episode 31. And uh, next up here is something they put on, you know, between 31 and 32 to get everybody caught up. Was a match between Shane Strickland and Matt Riddle. That was a really good match. This is how uh, Shane Strickland ended up with the MLW championship match that he had then lost to Loki. But um, I had a couple notes from this match too. The 
there's like a badass swerve stomp, double stomp from the top rope to the outside apron from Swerve to Riddle. Uh, some pretty awesome pile drivers from Matt Riddle. Neat little cool, uh, neat little spot where uh, Strickland had um, the key to Swerve City in, and it looked like he like completely turned. Tom Riddle's arm the complete opposite way and snapped it. I don't know how they do that, but that it looked like he broke his arm right there. And uh, Riddle picked him up, deadlift him into a bro to sleep. Strickland counters that with a drop kick out of midair, just like jumps out of Riddle's arms right in the middle of midair and. Kick his with a drop kick. Swerve Stomp wins the match with an ML driver. Um, Shane Strickland become your MLW Heavyweight Championship, and the, I like the real. I really like the look of the MLW Championship title. But, uh, that moves us on to. Episode 32, which opens up with Serena De La Renta paying off Simon Grimm for then uh, giving up Tom Lawler. She tells Grimm she'll double his pay to take care of Tom in Miami. He says he will do it for her trust, and he doesn't want any kind of money. He's doing that to get into the group. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, this is the uh, Thanksgiving special episode of MLW Fusion. But uh, yeah, first match is Trigger Trey Miguel versus Coda Brazil. They had uh, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein on commentary, who's the MLW middleweight champion. He's pretty hilarious on commentary. And they had Tony Schiavone and Rich Bocchini. Um, this was a really good match between the two of these guys, and um, had Kodo did like a suicide dive to the outside, fought like three of them in a row, and then uh, there's a nice little Meteora springboard stunner from Trey. Uh, Kodo had win that mat won that match with a sliced bread. Like number three or something like that. They had made note of that, but uh, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein was not very happy about that. I don't think he likes Cotto Brazil. He really wanted a uh, trigger trade to win that one, because that's going into their. Uh, there's going to be MLW ladder match that Maxwell Jacob Feinstein Friedman. I'm sorry is in denial about but we'll cover that in a couple minutes here Lucha Brothers versus Conan and the Hart Foundation was announced I thought maybe I didn't know like how far in advance these are taped but um we know that at this point on the Thanksgiving that Phoenix was injured, and I'll actually cover that 
here in uh, a couple minutes. Two. And the extent of that. But, um, we go on here to, uh, Filthy Tom versus, oh yeah, Filthy Tom versus Simon Gotch, no ropes, no hold barred match is going to happen on, uh, December 13th at Never Say Never. It's also going to have PCO versus LA Park, Falls Count Anywhere, the Roosh, uh, Roosh, the leader of Los Inger, Ingo Bernalis versus Maxwell Jacob Fried, Friedman at Never Say Never. You got Andrew Everett makes his debut. And then um, you got on the 14th, a Zero Hour. That's going to be Filthy Tom Lawler versus L.A. Park. Low Key versus Conan. A middleweight championship title ladder match that, like I said, Maxwell Jacob Friedman is in denial about. That's going to have Aria Blake versus Coda Brazil versus Jason Cade versus another guy who has yet to be announced at this point in time, but we had found out in episode 33 here that that guy is Desmond Xavier. So both of those days, like if you're in that area for in December 13th and 14th in Miami, both of those days you can watch wrestling for $20. Both of those shows, Never Say Never in Zero Hour. That's freaking insane. But uh, they cut to a backstage segment where uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman basically destroys Cotto Brazil. Injures him. And an uh, update later to come through MLW website. I don't know exactly what that update was. But uh, they were going to announce on their website how extensive the injury to Cotto Brazil was so uh, MLW announces next week will be Brian Pillman versus Tommy Dreamer cut to a terrific promo from Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Teddy Hart saying and I quote with Tommy Dreamer less is more so we're going to treat you like a whore and usually like a door Teddy Hart is the man. Next week, we'll also have the Lucha Brothers versus LA Park and Hio de la Park for the Tag Team Championship match. So, that's coming up in a couple minutes here. But uh, the next match we have is Marco Stunt versus Loco Gringo. I think I got that name, yeah. Nice little match. A real, real, real small guy. Kind of like a Rey Mysterio guy, but even more flippier do very athletic he was really impressive had lots of awesome like reversal type of stuff he won with like a hurricane run into an implant DDT and then uh, then we get low-key versus Shane Strickland say didn't take notes on, but I do believe that's where Loki pulls out Shane Strickland's hair in that match. Uh, he had won that one. I know Loki had 
still the champion there. But yeah, within a mat, pretty decent match with Shane Strickland. I think at the end there, he uh, ripped the dreads out of his scalp. But, uh, not to cut this short, but I don't want to make it three hours long. I'm going to move into the actual episode of MLW, episode 33 of MLW Fusion. So, cover that real quick. This was... This one opened up with De La Renta again. I, she was doing some sort of ritual. I don't know. We got Simon Gotch hosting a $10,000 open challenge against Ariel uh, Ariel Dominguez. It was a small guy. Made Gotch look freaking huge. Had a lot of offense from Gotch. Gotch squashed him. And, uh... After the match, he stuffed the $10,000 bills like down his throat and then hit a gut pile driver. Um, pretty neat little match there. Gotch looks super strong, like I said. Uh, which he should going into that Tom Lawler match, but I think Tom is going to destroy him. But it won't be a super squash, but I don't think he's going to win. Either way, I'm looking forward to that. Simon and... Fluffy Tom. Uh, next up, we have a backstage segment with Casey Lennox and Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who insists there will be no ladder match for that middleweight title. Um, yeah, right. We get a promo from Tommy Dreamer. Cuts a skinny Gene Millennial type rant on uh, Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. Then Casey Lennox interviews Stokely Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway says he wants to bring MLW to new heights. And whoever he manages will be just as great as he is. Then we get Brian Pillman, versus Drum, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. versus Tommy Dreamer. Uh, right away we noted... Uh, Tommy Dreamer had a big juicy forehead. Uh, this is a pretty decent match between those guys. I really like the New Heart Foundation. Yeah, Brian Pillman Jr. has a really, like, re really unique type of offense. Like a hybrid between strong style and even, like, British style. British style stuff. And, uh, catch can type of stuff but a uh, really good back and forth with Tommy Dreamer like going old school ECW style we had a uh, Pillman trying to grab this cane from the apron side and distract the referee with it and uh, Tommy hits like a rolls him up for a schoolboy with a low boy with a hit to the boys there and he won wins the match one two three and uh, after the match brah Tommy Dreamer picks Brian up and he tries to talk some sense into him and gets to like hope this taught you a lesson type thing and Brian Pillman Jr. hits him with a swinging net breaker for his trouble there 
then uh, Teddy tried to come out, and I guess he kind of tried to sort of save Tommy Dreamer, but he didn't really. And then, um, because uh, Brian Pillman Jr. runs right back over to Tommy Dreamer, picks him up and hits him with another, like, second neck breaker. And then Tommy, Teddy kind of, like, finally corralled him away and they went off, but, uh, they announced Teddy Hart will be in action next week as well. Cut to some promos by Conan and Filthy Tom. There, and, uh, we, uh, have them announcing that Thursday, Thursday, December 13th, Will be Pentagon Jr. versus Teddy Hart, Dragon Lee versus Rich Swan, DJ Z versus El Hijo de la Park, and Andrew Everett versus Desmond Xavier. Then on Friday, December 14th, for Zero Hour, it's going to be Brian Dreamer versus Pillman in a Singapore Kane match, and Ace Romero versus Barrington Hughes, and Dragon Lee versus DJ Z. So both of those days are going to be freaking action-packed. I can't believe they're only $20. $20 for both of those wrestling shows is freaking insane. I'm going to finish that match off with uh, the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon and Phoenix versus Hio De La Park and L.A. Park. You know, this is a match I kind of thought Phoenix got injured in, but because he... I thought he got injured like two or three times in here, and I was like, oh, this must be the match where he ended up getting injured. But it actually wasn't even. And uh, he had gotten injured in a match with CMLL. But uh, <clears throat> he injured his groin. He could be out for a couple months. But um, that leads us to question what's going to happen because they picked up the win, and they're actually... Still the MLW Tag Team Champions. Nice little, really good match. Um, my notes couldn't do it any justice, really. Just a really decent back and forth match between both of those guys. Pentagon and LA, LA Park was really decent. It's on YouTube for free. You have no reason to not go and check that out. Like I said, uh... I don't want to keep this too, too long. It's already a half hour almost. So, just wanted to wrap that up and say next week's episode of the Duke Cast will be up hopefully Monday morning. Monday during the morning. So, usually watch out for me every Monday here, hopefully in the morning time for Duke Cast. Uh, Duke of Disputation here, Stephen covering MLW Fusion. So, thank you for your time. And um, this weekend's real big for us. We're going down to the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia for Icons. That's going to be a really awesome day. We're going to have Jeff Jarrett down there and a bunch of other guys with us, local guys. Um, so many wrestlers there, it's not even funny, Hornswoggle's gonna be there, and Joey Ryan, so, right there you got, um, 
hard to handle or whatever the heck they go by. Uh, size matters, duh. Uh, so right there you got that. I think uh, PCO is actually going to even be there. So you got quite a few MLW guys. Tommy Dreamer is going to be there. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. But yeah. So like I said, there's going to be a lot of MLW guys there. If you're in the Philadelphia area. Come down to the old ECW building at the 2300 arena and see us smart mark alley we're gonna have a booth at icons guys that's pretty awesome so between that and 1cw and c for delaware redemption show it's gonna have mr grim versus joe keys uh diaz is gonna defend his cruiserweight championship um Miles Millennium is going to be there. He's really cool. So. And then hopefully maybe the next day. I do believe we're going to be seeing Cage of Death 20. So it's like three days. Three shows. Three awesome things going on. A really action filled weekend really. So. I'll let you guys go. Like I said. See me next week. Around. Monday morning for the next episode of me covering MLW Fusion. Thank you and good night. This has been the Duke of Disputation. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Smart Mark Alley covering MLW Fusion, MLW Fusion Recap, episode 34. We've got the show opening up with Simon Gotch out in the parking lot. Um, Somebody from MLW Productions was trying to interview him, and... He's like, well, why do you want to interview me? Because every time I open my mouth, it's 50, like a quarter of a million views, half of 50,000 views or whatever the hell he said for you guys. And at this time, Tom Lawler comes chasing him around the court. And um, Simon runs into this room and basically into a trap by... Serena De La Renta and uh, Ricky Marti- Rick Martinez. Um, that ends. We jump into a Teddy Hart and Brian Pillman Jr. Hart Foundation Pro Wrestling T Store promo, where uh, they had the Hart Foundation T-shirts up, and Teddy was thanking Pro Wrestling Tees and everything. But then they noticed that. Um, T-shirts were hanging right next to the House of Hardcore Tommy Dreamer shirts and stuff. So there, Teddy was like, he was like, take this. He took the shirt off the wall and he's like, show us, show him what you do to these House of Hardcore shirts. And put it down his pants. He goes, I'd rather you have pissed on it, but either way, he goes, I, I don't like that. That's disrespectful. But um, that was a pretty cool little promo there, building the feud for uh. Brian Pillman and Tommy Dreamer. So, uh, 
Next up, we move into a match. Jason Cade versus Teddy Hart. Um, Teddy Hart did a nice little bounce off the rope. Pulled him up into a hammerlock DDT. That was pretty cool. Um, good kind of flippy floppy match. Not your average Teddy Hart match, I would say. Kind of looked a little bit different out there for some reason to me. Not his normal match flow, but it was a super, like a super indie match flow to it. More of what I would have expected out of Facade and him at uh, Game Changer, not Game Changer, but uh, Atomic. But uh, yeah, more like uh, him versus Orlando, but even more uh, more smash mouth than that. Teddy Hart even pulled out a Stu Hart special, which was pretty uh, outstanding. One of the longer MLW matches I've seen, non-main that I've personally seen anyway, and that's since, you know, about steadily now since about episode 30, or about the Halloween special, I do believe, I think it was, uh, like the Halloween special was uh, PCO in uh, LA Park, I've been watching steadily since then, but, um, we have Teddy Hart winning with a Canadian Destroyer off the top rope. They called that like a heart rate. And um, next up we have Conan backstage with Serena De La Renta. He was pissing her off. He was calling her a bitch or something. But it was a mostly Spanish promo. But it panned over to Ricky Martinez who was laying on the floor bloody and blood all over the place kind of looked like Conan took him out with a padlock and a sock so we don't know what's going on there right at this point but kind of looks like Conan took him out move into a really really good match H. Romero versus Marco Stunt it was a really decent match with uh, pretty good pacing, and they kept up with each other really nice. Um, this was the match that had the big sunset flip power bomb off the top rope from stunt to ace. Um, that went viral. Uh, I know he had went viral before that with the big pounce to Anthony Gaines into like the second row, but this was like the second time he had went viral. I remember seeing the sunset foot power bomb type off the top rope thing for weeks. But um turn around and uh this was a really good back and forth match between a really really big guy and a really really small guy. Um but not your average match between a big, big, big guy and a real, real small guy. Because, like, even Ace was pulling off, like, big drop suit su- uh, Excuse me. Big, like, big drop, drop pick. Oh, my God. Like, huge air drop kicks. Like, it was awesome. 
he was moving around the ring, he was doing, you know, high speed, like, agility and uh, high flying moves that you don't usually see out of somebody that big, but, um, he had won, Ace Romero had won with like a, kind of like a, caught him off the top of the rope, flippy floppy, sidewalk slam type of maneuver, counter like a, yeah, I don't know how to explain that, but it was awesome to see, and like I always say, it's free on YouTube, so if you want to see it for yourself, there's no reason not to, you know, I'm just recapping the episodes, I like to do that, and tell you all that you should definitely be watching stuff like this, and Impact, and other kind of things that aren't as popular or as out there as WWE is and just uh, you know let you know that this stuff is on television and to give it a watch and I usually give it a rundown but um after that they had kind of teased Romero versus Barrington Hughes on commentary well not after that but during the whole thing they were kind of teasing that and, um, I'll get into that in a couple seconds here, but, um, so far here is the card for December 13th, Never Say Never, um, they had announced Fred Yehi versus Loki, which Fred is Team Filthy, I didn't know that, so, um, that's going to be a match. I didn't think I had seen that the previous week, so that must be new. Um, we got Davies Boy Smith Jr. and Brian Pillman Jr. versus Tommy Dreamer and Barrington Hughes. We got Ace Romero's going to be in action on that night. We got Teddy Hart versus Pentagon Jr. with this match having huge implications towards the tag team picture in MLW. We got, of course, Filthy Tom Lawler versus Simon Gotch and no hopes, no ropes, yeah, no hopes for Simon anyway. No hope, no rope hold, no ropes, no holds barred match. So that should be really decent. We got Roosh, the leader of Los Ingobernales, versus Shane Strickland. We got DJ Z versus El Hijo de la Park. And we got Andrew Everett versus Desmond Xavier. I don't know if Desmond has been there, but I kind of made note of that on my last episode with Trigger being there, Trigger Trey Miguel. How long till we see Desmond Xavier? And, um,. Here he is, and I would have to say, well, no, I, Desmond had been announced for freaking, um, that four-way ladder match, I'm sorry, but, anyways, but I digress, you know, we got Desmond, we got Trigger Trey, how long till we see Zach Wentz, you know, we got the Rascals, you know, are they, the Rascals only at Impact now, or... Are they going to be up on uh, MLW too? 
far as that goes, Ace has been on um, MLW, Ace Austin. So that's pretty decent too. We got, you know, Sammy Callahan. Hopefully one day here, if we haven't already, we get to see uh, Ohio's for everyone. Not, you know what I mean. Ohio's for killers. Ohio's for everyone. No, Finn Balor's for everyone. WWE's for everyone. And Ohio's for killers. I don't know. Anyways, we got, um... December 14th coming up here will be, um... Zero Hour. That's going to have Loki versus Conan in a no disqualifications match. Tommy Dreamer versus Brian Pillman Jr. in a Singapore Kane match. Roosh versus Rich Swan. Ace Romero versus Barrington Hughes. The Hart Foundation, and that is Davy Boy Smith and. Brian Pillman versus the Dirty Blondes. Simon Gotch will open, will have an open challenge, a $20,000 open challenge. We got Dragon Lee versus DJ Z. And um, just announced this episode is uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman is not compete, not um, cleared to compete. Which makes me wonder how far in advance these things are taped. Because I know that MJF is injured, but I thought that was about like a month or so ago. Seems about that. Time that he got injured, but I digress. He's not cleared to compete, so it will be a four-way ladder match with a new champion. New middleweight champion definitely being crowned. With Cotto uh, Brazil taking on Andrew Everett and Desmond Xavier and Jason Cade. So that should be really decent. So that's those two days in Miami. We got December 13th, Never Say Never. December 14th, Zero Hour. We move back into episode 34 here where Low Key is running his mouth. In a hallway, and uh, Ricky Martinez, Rick Martinez comes up the steps, all bloodied and banged up, and revealed that Conan was his attacker, and they got to get the heck out of there. <coughs> While well, we set up for Sammy Guevara versus Roosh, Roosh, the leader of Los Ingobernales, we got a really, really fast-paced match, almost like that strategically dodging stuff, but not really. It was definitely a must-see match. Um, these kind of matches I don't put too kind of too many notes on because I just like to sit back and watch and like I always say it's free on YouTube so you have no reason to not really look into how awesome this match was it was definitely one of the better matches I've seen and that's saying something for MLW because they pretty much always have a good mat matches um they had a Roosh won with like a really nice, clean underhook pile driver. And uh, after he did that, he cut a promo saying that Sammy was his first victim of MLW. Says he wants everyone there and everyone at home to know that he's come to MLW to continue an old CMLL feud. 
and he wants a rivalry with L.A. Park. So, um, hopefully we see that here. And, uh, at the end of this show here, we have Loki and Serena De La Renta and Rick Martinez fleeing the scene, fleeing, fleeing the uh, building with uh, Tom Lord chasing after him with, you know, to no avail, but he was definitely trying to chase after him anyways, um, So uh, that kind of wraps that up, and uh, we move on to the December 13th and the 14th, Thursday and Friday of this week here. I hope to cover both of those. I don't know when. Like I said, I usually like to try to upload these Monday morning. Uh, sorry, this is in the nighttime, or Monday morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning type of thing. You know, we just got back from Icons. That was a great event with Rick... Uh, yeah, Rick Jesus Criminy. With Jeff Jarrett, you know, David Arquette was there, Hornswoggle. We had Jeff Jarrett. That was a really cool time. We went to 1CW and brought Jeff Jarrett there. Um, awesome time in Philly. Can't wait to do it again. Hopefully we do it again next year. Um, super, super fun time. Uh, we got Phoenix Pro coming up this next weekend. We also got PPW coming up this weekend where you can see Teddy Hart and he's going to be in a match with Sean Carr for the PPW Heavyweight Championship title. You got um, Deshaun Pratt versus um, Drago. That's going to be an awesome card. Um, We personally have nothing on the 22nd, 23rd, hopefully keep that clear, and then um, as far as the rest of the month, we got Ace Fusion Championship Wrestling on the 29th in Palmerton hopefully that uh, stays on there, you know and the weather holds up and nothing screws us over there on the 29th, so with that being said, uh, you know give, give you a little bit of our schedule coming up here as far as the rest of the month goes and um what to look forward to as far as my mlw tapings my mlw um recaps and uh i'll let you guys go and have a uh great great happy holiday season there i don't know what to say without offending anybody so whatever you do during this time you have a good one Thank you and good night. Face it horn, the chubby daddy. That is right, is the loud mouth, electro, groovy, silver tongue daddy of the whole galaxy. And you are tuned into Smart Mark Alley, kiddos. <laughs>